You're listening to the Love is Black podcast. Where the host of fly. The love is dope. And the conversation's always 100. Welcome back to the Love is Black podcast. I'm Carice. I'm Harvey. And we are... Back. We're back, okay. Yeah. I That's mean, a one word. Yeah, we are... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we here. We back. We took a little hiatus, but we back. Okay, mm-hmm. it wasn't even like a hiatus of sorts. A one week hiatus. Everybody's a lot of vacation. Exactly. Day. Yeah, you know, no we doubt. We was busy. Day. You know, Damn. you have like seven hundred kids. You got jobs. Life okay, is wh- hectic. Why are you all up in my business? It's our business. No, it's not our business. I mean, I don't understand. Like, it seems like you're real deep in like what I got going on. What you got going on? Mm-hmm. Okay, no problem. But I, I guess I don't even really know. Which you got going on. Exactly, because so I am. Yeah, mysterious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh. Word of the day, mysterious. Mm-hmm. But I like mysterious because it kind of leads into, you know, what we're going to talk about today because sometimes a little bit of mystery. Some people leave a sheath of mystery. Sheath? Yeah. Damn. You like that? Oh, my. A sheath of mystery so that they can discover or uncover what may be really underlying in their partners. So we we were watching 90 Day Fiance. Well, I was watching 90 Day Fiance. Clear that up. Clear that up quickly. (laughs) Yeah. 90 Day Fiance. And there's this couple, Bilal and Shida. And Bilal and Shida are in um, Kansas City, Missouri. Bilal is actually the American in that show. For those who who watch the show, 90 Day Fiance, uh, he filed a K-1 visa for his girlfriend, Shida, who came from Trinidad and Tobago. They had 90 days to either get married or she goes back home. They did wind up getting married. But here's the thing. Bilal wanted to test... Shida to see if she was really going to be down for him like is she a ride or die he has some money he's made good investments like he drives a fancy car he wears expensive suits he has a big old house he wanted to know that this woman that he was bringing to America was going to be down for him if he lost it all tomorrow would she stay so he picked her up from the airport in like a raggedy van I mean like super raggedy you know it's not even like he rented like some ridiculous car like he picked her up in like a work van in like the kind of van that you kidnap people in he picked her up in that she was like what is this okay great he drives her to his childhood home and his childhood home clearly he's not living in it His mom is not living in it. Like, nobody's living in it as of right now. So it's not in the best of conditions. So he brings her there and says, like, oh, this is our home. And the whole thing was just, like, a ruse. So she spends some time in there. She's upset. It's only one night that he he did this little test for. But during that one night, you know, she was complaining, like, what's going on? And, like, the fridge don't work or things have fallen off the ceiling or yada, yada, yada. Like, what is going on with this house? Like, this is how you live in? And, you know, he didn't like it because he felt like, oh, man, like, if I was really living like this, like, you really wouldn't be here for me. 
And it really just wasn't fair from my perspective for him to do that, for him to do this test. I mean, I feel like I love is always going to be some sort of a, a gamble or a risk, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And if you're constantly running a test to see if the person is going to respond positively, you're just adding increased risk to what was already a risk. You you gave your person, you gave that person your heart, you gave them, you know, you, you invested time in them, you may have invested financially in trips or whatever, like you may have invested already in this person. And now you're adding the extra risk of like, all right, so now I'm gonna play this game to see how they respond. And if they don't respond the way that you want them to respond, because it's a test, it's not real life, and we all respond to different situations like differently. But you put them in that situation, you're running the risk of like really ruining something that could be good. So just to kind of stop rambling about this Bilal and Shida thing, they wound up kind of working through that. She didn't like that he did that whole test thing. Did she respond the way that he anticipated? No. However, they're pretty solid. Like, they were solid. That was totally unnecessary for him to do. Like, she probably would have been down for him. And she probably would have helped him and, you know, build back up to whatever. That was his whole thing. Like, if I lost it all, would you be there to, like, would you stick with me while I build back up? Or would you, you know, leave me? I think she would have been there. But the whole test aspect of it kind of tainted things for a little bit like why the hell did you do that like what does that say about you know her that was her perspective like what does that say about me like what does that say about how you feel about me that you think that you had to do this thing so what is up with tests interesting question um i think that that situation is an anomaly in terms of tests for relationships because I don't agree with testing anybody. I would never do that. The problem is with that couple is you have the potential for fraudulent emotion. Like if she's... I've I've kind of tinkered or seen when you've watched these shows and there's some people who it looks like are with this person to get to the United States. Mm Mm-hmm. So in this case, and I don't know, she just, I, I don't really know about these people. So I don't know what kind of position she was financially in Trinidad and Tobago. So I don't know if she was like dead broke and now she's in America with a rich black man and yay. I don't know that. But I can, I understand him questioning what her real motive was. In this particular case, this isn't just, oh, yay, we fell in love, blah, blah, blah. This is we're together, but... I think in a lot of these situations, these people are kind of attached to each other. She's here 10 years. He has to take care of her, all this stuff, that all this stuff. So yeah. there's, it's, it's love, but love with constraints. So well, I, my issue with that is that like, why even bring somebody over for marriage for that whole, like, it's not just filing some paperwork. They spent a lot of money <laughs> to get this application in to then go through with the process and to do interviews in both countries. Each person has to do interviews yeah. in order to get the visa for the other person to come here to then get America to prove and whatever. like it's jumping through hoops and hurdles. Why the hell would you do any of that if you feel like this person there's that potential 
You know what I'm saying? Like, I would have to be super confident. Like, you're it. Like, this is it. I believe you. You're it. And whatever. If I'm going to do all of that. So I feel like it's too late when they get here to then have that, like, oh, my God. Like, you Mm -hmm. might not be here for the right reasons. Well, it's too late. Like, why'd you do all that? I feel like I I hear you, but I feel like I see the other side of that is the fact that I put all that time and effort in, all the money that I spent, probably the trips to go spend. If if the person lives in a poor country, I'm probably sending them money. I'm on the phone with them. I'm doing all this. Then I'm like, I need, I just put all this time and effort into this. Do I need to make sure that they're for real? So they finally get here. Do I test them? I mean, but I hear you because you doing all that. If what if she had been like, oh, this is not what I signed up for. I wanted to come here and live with a rich house, blah, 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 whatever. Like, what does he do? Like, at right. that point, everything was done, right? Right. So then the test was at the wrong time. The test came too late. Mm-hmm. The test should have been ahead of time. I don't like the idea of testing. But in this case, it didn't even make any sense at all. Like, so you find out that she's been using you. Now what? What you going to do? Because we got people from the islands, like, you know, we're both, you know, Caribbean. Mm -hmm. We have Caribbean ancestry, I should say. Mm -hmm. I don't know, because it's our parents. It's not really us. We were born here. Mm -hmm. But we know that they can get a visa. Like, he could have brought her over for a trip and, you know, did that test without bringing her over for marriage. Like, Mm -hmm. he could have did all that before he went through the process. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. But I think that just testing overall is just kind of ridiculous. I think it puts you in like a weird position where you're you're doing a lot of stuff and putting a lot of a lot of chance and risk at really ruining what might be a good thing if you just let it ride out. Like why do we have to have to challenge or question the other person? Well, it comes a lot of it would have to do with, well, the person who is doing the test is probably doing it from a place of insecurity, a place probably bad experiences in previous relationships. And they don't want to, you know, just throw their heart on the table and just hope this person doesn't stomp on it or cut it with a knife or something. So they need to make sure. I don't feel like, I, I wouldn't test. That's not my thing. I, I would, I, if I get to the point where I'm like, I love you, I guess I'm risking it. That's what it is. Either it's going to work out or it's not going to work out. I don't know if you can really test. You can kind of change the situation and see, but I don't know if you can really test it. I, I, I don't know. It's just not, it, that's not something that I would, I would do because if I'm at the point, if I'm that concerned with your intentions, then we got bigger issues. That's what I think. I feel like it's a trust issue. Just at its very most base, it's a trust issue. Mm -hmm. And when I think of certain things, I think of um, there are some people who go to the extent of creating like fake profiles or having a friend, you know, like hit on their significant other. Mm -hmm. That way they could see how that person would react. Like, how would you react if I sent some some woman into your DMs? Would you respond to them? Mm -hmm. And then what happens when you do? Like, Mm -hmm. now I'm angry. Now I'm like, I knew I couldn't trust you. Like, what what's all that about? Uh, I don't know. Is it fair to say that this this type of testing is something primarily women would do? Um, 
I feel like there are some men who do it too. Yeah, no, some men, but, but primarily women, no doubt. I primarily think okay. Primarily women, yes. I don't think men would go through these. You heard go- that and you were like, that wasn't a man. Right, yeah, exactly. That's, I'm not, I don't time for that. I'm going to create something just to see. Whatever. No, no, no. That's, Bro, that's can women. Can you hit on my wife yeah, and see if she responds? Yes, bro. I would not go, th- I would not go through those limits. That would, ah, eat. No, that's it's not right. There's the I have to trust you. If I'm gonna be in a relationship with you, I have to trust that you're in it as much as I am. So I'm not gonna put that stuff out there. Maybe it's naive, maybe I'm just, you know, looking to just be hurt, but either I'm in it and I'm just gonna this is the way it has to be. Either I'm in it and we're in it together or we're not, and I'm gonna find out in a really bad way. But no. Testing me would have been you know, I don't know. If that I don't know if that's something you would do. I know. I wouldn't do that. I'd have a real issue with that. After I'm like, oh, so what were you worried about? What was the impetus? Why did you feel the need to test me? Is it all you? Did I do something to make you question us? Where did this come from? I would need to know what the hell you were thinking because I would not be happy with that. Like, I don't need to be tested. I feel oh, like being the person who was, was being on the receiving end of the test. On the receiving end of, yeah. Like, yeah, you going to have somebody try to hit on me? Come on. Come on. <laughs> We're not, what we're not going to do is just have some random chick. Just that's hit. literally just your life. Yeah, it's not random chicks it's, hitting on you. It's really not. That's just your life. It really isn't though. I mean, I appreciate you saying that. It makes me, you know, gassing me. I appreciate, but that's not really my life. My life is your kids, and you know, and all that stuff, and occasionally going to the gym, and you know, and getting hit on by random chicks, by random and chicks? occasional men, like once a year. Yes, <laughs> once a year. An occasional person hits on me. What can I say? You know, you did marry me. So, you know, you know, the package, that is me. You know, it bees that way. But <laughs> it <bees> that way. <laughs> but testing is just not something that I would do. I don't know. I If I marry you, you pass whatever testing there is. If we're in a committed relationship, whatever tests, whatever questions I had were answered before we got together. Hmm. So I wouldn't do that. And I just, and it's sad. But I think we had something that you had read that was kind of what got us to talking about this. On the Shade Room. Um, We love the Shade Room. you do. You do love love the Shade Room. So those of you who follow the Shade Room, this is not recent, okay? Mm -hmm. You would have to dig and dig and dig through the archives of the Shade Room in order to find this. But it was under their great debates and so there's an interesting story and I'd love to get Harvey's perspective on it and then I'll gladly give you mine. But you want to read it, babe? Sure. So like she said, great debates. I asked this woman I've been talking to for a minute for $100. I get a what do you need it for? When do I get it back? A whole bunch of questions, LOL. I planned a trip for us in the mountains in Colorado for four days. Hotel cost us 200 per night. Whitewater rafting, 150 per person. Zip lining, 125 per person. Hot air balloon, 250 per person. SUV rental, 80 a day. Not to mention food cost. I had all this covered. Just canceled everything and got my deposits back. I didn't need the $100. I was just seeing what type of response I'd get if I asked for it. I didn't ask, when do I get my money back when I was planning the vacation? I was just handling business. People don't think long term. Test fail. Mm. Okay. So that's a um, bold thing. So I don't know. I don't. It, so one, it sounds like a surprise. The vacation, the vacation that he's planned. 
So for him to be like, oh, I never got a when I didn't ask when I get the money back for this trip because she didn't know. So you couldn't ask her about that. You couldn't mention the money. Um, I feel like there's too many sides to this thing, though. There's certain expectation for men to do something in a relationship. You were planning his trip. You were planning his vacation, this type of thing. To then be like, uh, oh, let me borrow a hundred, a hundred or whatever. Does she have a job? Does she have a lot of money? Are you the only one working? So if she doesn't have a lot of money and you ask her for a hundred, like, why are you asking? Why do you need a, why do you need this money? Maybe that's what her concern was. I I don't know. But that seems like a really dumb test. You you I mean it sounded like the relationship probably was on shaky legs to begin with. I mean not if he was planning that. Right. That's probably like 2 grand there right. that he exactly. was about to spend on that trip. That's what I was... a night just for a hotel, for, $80 for, a day for the yeah. car like, you know. So I don't understand what test was it? You spent all that money but because she asked you I don't care who it is. If I lend you $100, I probably want the deeds. Like, when? Oh, when am wow. I going to see that? Wow. Like, Have you lent money before in a relationship? In a relationship? Hell no. Oh, well, oh, see? No, no. That's good. probably why you would want the details. I have been less um, uh, questioning, where it's like, oh, you need money? Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I'm not that dude. I would just... Yeah. No, no. In a relationship, I mean... For me to even have gone that far, we'd have to be like deep in a relationship. Like it would have been you, would have been the person like, oh, and I know you, you kids, whatever, something's up and you needed money. Like I know you, I'm, you're not getting away from me anyway. So if it's not somebody that I just met, somebody I was just dating for a few weeks, oh, let me, oh, I need 150. Like for what? Like, what were you going to do if you wasn't with me? Like how were you going to make, how were you going to make it? Like, why am I going to be the wow. lucky person to let you borrow buck fifty? I'm wow. saying. No, you don't mix those things. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't do that. I mean, I've learned the hard way. Mm-hmm. Yes, you have. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. Like, yeah. I've paid rents mm-hmm. and, like, you know, for places I don't live and, like, you know. Oh, you've been nice. I should have met you years ago. I'm saying. Good. Yeah. I but I wouldn't. Paid tolls for people. That was ridiculous. Yeah. That was yeah. some ridiculous. Yeah. That was ridiculous. Yeah. And I never asked, like, when I would get it back. And then it turned out that, like, the date was never. Right. So. I had to get the stuff back. I'm you got my easy pass back, I got but I never easy... got any money. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You got, yeah. So, I, I yes, we cut off, you know, you were the, you know, you were their bank. You were their ATM. So, we changed the code. So, right. they couldn't do anything. I was very, very oh, yeah. nice. Oh, yeah. You know that, what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, too and nice. So, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have asked. If, if you had asked me, like, oh, can I have $100? Okay. Yeah, you can have $100. I, it wouldn't even feel right for me to ask you. I don't think ever dating, I wouldn't have done that. Hell, I felt bad. There were times when I was low and we would go eat and like I couldn't afford it and you would pay for all of it. And I'm like, I hated that. That stuff bugged. There was a few times, no, I think like two times that I remember specifically we would go out and I'm like, I was just like, not at the end of my rope, but I could see the end of the rope. And I'm like, love. Like, oh, so I couldn't do that. Like you had 7,000 kids. You ain't had money to lend me. I did not have 7,000 kids. I mean, I remember you had, like, toys in your apartments for your children, and I did not, so... Don't even joke about that. Don't even do that. These people be like, what? He had toys in the apartment? You That's, did. But no, I actually, no, I didn't. You did. Your kids thought, expected me to when they first time they came to my apartment, and they were there, like, where are the toys? Exactly, and the reason for they, all your kids. How right. you got all these kids and, you know, no toys? But And what it turns out sense. was, yeah, what actually makes more sense is the fact that I had no kids at that point. 
And that's why there was no toys at the place. All the toys were at your house. Whatever. Because you had all the kids and all the toys. The details of the story are uh, fuzzy for you, apparently. And <laughs> nothing fuzzy about not having kids. I was clear-headed in that case. I was fresh out of kids. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> we can't yeah. all remember the story exactly yeah. as it was. And I empathize with right. you for that. We all meaning but, you. Um... That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> but no, no, but a test is not something that it can't be a good thing. I don't think there's any way to really win, right? And so, like, all right, so let's say she let him have the $100 without asking all the questions, mm-hmm. right? And I can't believe he was so, like, upset about her asking questions because mm-hmm. I, I I, was not smart. I would I would just, without asking questions, you ask for money, you must need it for something. Mm-hmm. Here, right. like, have money. Mm-hmm. But let's say she didn't ask the questions and then later found out that it was a test. And the only reason why, like... Would she have right to be upset about being tested, even though he took her then on that trip and they had all the whatever, all the fun and the the hotel and the whitewater raft and whatever? Like, would she have right to be upset? I feel like, yes. Like, you didn't even need the money? What the f*** are you asking? Now, next time that you're asking me for money, I'm going to be questioning. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I feel like, well, if you go by what he said, he didn't really want the money. So then what would he have done if she was like, oh, yeah, here you take it and gave him the money and didn't ask any questions. So what does he do next? That's literally what I said. No, but then my thing is you said and then later on she found out that it was a test. If if you go by what he said, I don't even need the money. So he he said, let me borrow 100. She gives him the 100. Does he be and he's like, oh, see, thank you. Listen, I don't even need it. I just wanted to see. By the way, we about to go on this trip. So he just slipped it a hundred back. Like I just want to see how you're gonna do. Like oh ha ha joke joke whatever. I don't know. I'd be a little upset. I would I'd be like, too. Why are like, you testing me? Like what the hell is that about? But I feel like that is a big this dumbass test that this guy did is a huge version of stuff that gets done in relationships a lot. Is it any different from a person? We won't say what sex they are. Starting a fight purposely just to see how much my man loves me, or are you talking about a gay man? Uh, could be a gay man or could be a, a straight woman. One of the two. Is it any different than just starting to fight just to see how much you'll fight? I, I, once we once we started like this, what we're going to talk about? Then you know because I'm I've always got stuff going in my head. So then Lauren Hill's in my head thinking, you know, like oh, you know, a fight with you just to see how much you know you care, or. You know, just starting a fight for no reason just to see the emotion there. Like, I feel like that's some stuff that people do. Just start a fight just to see. Are you really in this? Or how is that any different than, oh, if you can't handle me at my worst, Mm. then you don't deserve me at my best. That's actually a test. And it is actually a test. And it's a dumb one. It is a, it's it's a it's a stupid one. If I can't handle you being like an abusive, disrespectful person, then you don't deserve me when I'm nice. Okay, well, it doesn't have to go to abusive. It could just be like you know, not everybody is all fluffy all the time. Like there are times when I'm sure I work your nerves, right? Where like you're just like, oh my god, like why? That that's got to be just it. Just like why. Yeah, but they don't right? say... Yeah. Hold on, but wait. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. And that's not necessarily my best times, right? right? Mm-hmm. Or like when we're in a heated argument or whatever. Mm-hmm. And those aren't my best times. Right. But you still love me. Right. But that's not your worst times. 
That's just not your best. There's a difference between not your best and your worst. But that's probably my worst. Your worst. Don't okay. you think? So if that's your worst. Like how I, not everybody turns to abuse at their worst. No, what that was just, I, that doesn't mean every relationship. But if, if to me, I just took the words literally. If I can't handle you at my worst, if you can't handle me at my worst, we're not perfect. We've got our bad days, our bad minutes, whatever, that kind of stuff. But if it's at my worst, I mean, that's at the extreme. That's when it's like there's no sense. You're not showing that you care. Worst, I take as really bad versus you're really good. So if I can't handle you when you're going through stuff and you don't handle it well, you're not good with conflict, all this kind of stuff comes about. If I can't deal with that crap with you, then I don't deserve you good. That's a blatant test. Yes, uh, definitely it sounds like a test for sure. Um, where I'm thinking and where my mind went was mm. to wedding vows, mm. like for better for or better. for worse. Mm-hmm. I always feel like the better or for worse, I never thought that it it really meant the person. I always felt like it meant the situation. Oh. I, always felt, I mean, that's just how I, that's how I read that that. So, you know, for better or for worse. Better when we're in a best relationship, we're all happy, everything's good. Worse when we're fighting, when we're arguing. I don't think that really reflects on the person. I feel like it reflects on the relationship. Mm. Because a lot of times people, you know, now people don't stick it in, don't stick into relationships as, you know, as well as our grandparents or people do. Those people just stay in. We married, we're not getting divorced. Right. Now here... People, yo, you don't use the same syrup as I do in my pancakes. I want a divorce. That's like, not. Oh I'm God. saying, like, He's people so just jump. People just jump ship for no reason. So, for me, I and it could be you could be right. You could be right too. It could be like, listen, better when you're at your best. But you know, do I like you when you just when you being an ass? Mm-hmm. That type of thing. So there's tests, and then there's just reality. And reality is sometimes I'm just going to wake up and I'm in a mood. Or you're just going to wake up and you're in a mood. Or we're just not talking or we're mad about nothing. All these kinds of things that come with human beings. We're going to have emotional up and down and stuff happens. So to me, better or for worse is just what? You woke up, you was mad today. All right, I'm going to keep my distance. You chill, but later on you'll be better. Or you wake up and you're feeling frisky and you're super happy and yay and all that. Then I'm like, that's the better. So it is what it is. But you shouldn't have to test. True. I agree. Like the whole testing thing is a little weird. And, and honestly, I really don't know what it accomplishes besides displaying a deep level of mistrust in the situation that you are in. Yeah, I guess there have been some people who just need reassurance to be continually reminded have that, a conversation though. exactly really, you know that's a yeah. better way to do it like mm-hmm. would you be down for me if we were to lose everything like mm-hmm. have that conversation if that's what you're concerned about um if i you know plan a ridiculous trip for you i'm going to take care of everything i just got to know that if i ever need that you'd be willing to provide mm-hmm. yeah absolutely like you know if 50 50 or or i don't believe in that they, they're totally within their rights to give you whatever answer it is mm-hmm. you don't have to test somebody um if it is a good enough relationship and if that person is worthy of your time your efforts your your emotions your investment they should give you an honest answer and then that answer should be enough hell if i spend if i plan a trip like that you said that why would i plan a trip like that that expensive that intricate 
for somebody I wasn't sure was down for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like the fact that you did all that is the answer to that test, is the, is the answer to the question. Is this person really down for me? Because would you do this for some bum off the street? Would you do this for somebody who you had two dates with? Like, it's got to be somebody who you see a potential future with. I'm not planning a trip with somebody who could drop me or I could drop at the next, you know, at the next light or something. It needs to be somebody of value in a potential relationship of value. 100%. Yeah. So I felt that, I don't know, testing thing is strange. I wouldn't, that, I don't know. I don't feel like that's, he feels like an anomaly. I don't feel like that's something a guy, I'm not testing that. I'm not doing it. We going out, we doing whatever, we doing the typical date stuff. It's working. It's not working. I don't know. I'm not that guy. I don't know. But I think that the people who do do it, there are some other issues that they're not addressing. And maybe something in their past triggered that. Mm -hmm. Maybe they have issues from their childhood. Maybe they were unable to trust because, you know, maybe there were adults in their life that didn't keep their word or whatever. And so they have a difficult time really committing it fully in the relationship so they're constantly testing it maybe just to make sure that that person is actually committed um but i think there are better ways to go about it if you want to have a positive healthy relationship i think you really just have to have those conversations Mm -hmm. like a hundred percent and whatever the answer is that's what the answer is you know what i'm saying like how we keep having our or back and forth mm-hmm. <laughs> about the whole, like, you are not flexing. Cheating is a deal breaker, 100% yeah. off. Like, no, no conversation. Then that's just what it is. That's, mm-hmm. That is what it is. We don't need to have tests where you have somebody try to hit on me or you have whatever. Like, we we know what it is. This is... It is what it is. I so the base. I think if, if what you have are people who are really questioning whether the other person is really in the relationship. I feel like the best way to test or to find out or to reassure yourself that you're in a relationship with somebody who's in it with you is to be in the relationship with the person. I feel like we say things, but our actions are really what it is. So I'm in a relationship with somebody and maybe you know, maybe there are times when you're unsure but then there's going to be moments in relationships where the person either comes through or doesn't. You know, I mean, our relationship was me working, taking care of us and whatever. And then it's, it's shifted. It's twisted. Now it's you taking care of us and doing whatever. And it wasn't like one person left because the other person wasn't doing it. Relationships have their ebbs and their flows and such. And when you're with somebody who steps up when's necessary without feeling not making you feel bad about it or doing whatever that i think is the, the real way to determine if you're in a relationship that's real or not the person is just in it and you're just doing it if you feel like the person isn't going to do it or they're showing you that they're going to run for the hills if things don't go the way they want you don't do after they're showing you who they are and they're that by extension showing you what kind of relationship you could be in mm-hmm. so i understand maybe having a bad string of relationships and therefore when you get with somebody, you, it maybe it looks too good to be true and you need to be sure and you really need to be sure. But you can't really be in a successful relationship that way. At some point, if you really like the person and you think it's going to work out, then you got to take the risk and hope for the best. Word. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, otherwise, you're always looking over your shoulder. 
yeah waiting for the person to leave yeah and it's a waste of everybody's time because you're not fully invested if you're looking over your shoulder you're not like embracing the relationship for what it is you're waiting for the other shoe to drop how invested can you be in something that you think is really not going to you know not going to meet your needs or not going to sustain yeah can you yeah how can you love a relationship if you don't love the person that's in it right if it's not working i mean i'm not if i'm that unsure then i'm just waiting for it to go bad and or just loving yourself enough to believe that you would choose the proper person right and people that does not mean that people won't disappoint you that does not mean Mm -hmm. that you know whatever but like you choose somebody who even when there is a disappointment you know that it's it's most likely something that's not intentional Mm -hmm. it's something that you know that happens that you can work through together as a couple Mm -hmm. that's true and to value yourself to read like just recognizing that you have to trust yourself enough. You're a good person. You have a pretty good idea, a pretty good eye for people, you know, a judge of, you know, talent, I guess. And that's the best you can do. You know, you never really, really know a person. We've said that before. We kind of know people, but people change. So Mm -hmm. to a degree, you have to trust that you've found a person who at their core is good. So even when things change the relationship can go along with it. So instead of testing, we trust. Yes. Substitute with the positive T. So we're going to throw out that negative T test. We're going to invest in the positive T. I like that. Instead of test, we invest. Instead of testing, we trust. We trust ourselves. We trust them. We trust the relationship. And then the rest we don't control. Exactly. And just hope and then hope for the best. And sometimes it won't work out. That's life. But then when it does work out, it's awesome. Yes. And then you know that you gave it your all. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So if it doesn't work out or if, you know, you're listening now and you feel like there was a situation in the past where you trusted fully and, and you got burned, well, all you have to know is that you you did everything you could do that person let you down that's on them you continue to be a trusting person and just take those red flags that you've gained from that relationship and don't put it forward into a new relationship like always be on the lookout for those red flags so that you're not repeating the same mistakes over and over but definitely ensure that you take care of yourself and that's the part about, I guess, love that's difficult because you can do all the right things. You can be that right person. You can do all those things and it still won't work out. And that's what can be scary about it sometimes. Just kind of putting yourself out there, hoping for the best, giving it your all and still being disappointed. And, you know, we've both been in relationships that didn't work out and know that we put our all into it. And that doesn't change how much it hurt afterwards. Because you, you know, you did everything and it's still, and, and it, at least I know for both of us that we've had relationships where we put our all in and it was the other person's fault or majority of the person's fault. It doesn't make me feel better knowing that, you know what, I did all, I was great. And it, it was their person, that person's fault, but it still sucks. Yeah. You know? No, it so. definitely still sucks. But as long as you're able to see it, you know, I think hindsight's twenty twenty. So as long as you can... 
go back and see where the mistakes were. That way you're not repeating the same mistakes over and over. Mm -hmm. I think that is where the lesson is. And so you shouldn't have to test the next person. You should have more trust in yourself to notice those signs and to get out when you need to get out or, Mm -hmm. or to just trust that person enough that, you know, what they're saying and what their word is, is actually word is bond. Word is bond. I feel like we kind of downed, we kind of slipped into what the next one can be. What The, the next, next the one ne- that's us can right. be. It, we have a guest next week. Yeah, that's right. Yes, but after, yeah, the next time we talk, we can kind of talk about what the ending of this was. Yes. Taking a little accountability and such. So we may, we may get into that. Because, you know, as, as an amazing as I am as a person and awesome relationship wow. guy. Wow, wow. Not... Not all the relationships I've had have worked out. Oh, okay. That's where we're and going with that. So, okay. And whether or not I had a hand in those things not working out, mm. that might be some talk about. I'd like to say, chances are, I mean, I was in the relationship, so by that very nature, I would have had a little bit to do with it. Or? Or less than a little bit. Or more than a little bit. Or more. So instead of 2%, 3%. Oh, my gosh. So anyway... <laughs> Just to wrap this up, <laughs> I think we've absolutely, without a shadow of a doubt, come to the conclusion that love is tested. Love is tested. May not I be like, right, but mm. in, in cases, love is tested. Sometimes we fail the test. Sometimes we pass the test. Mm-hmm. There are no, anytime you fail, mm-hmm. fail forward. I like that. That just means that you're learning from those mistakes. So mm-hmm. any tests that have been failed, just fail forward. You learn, you grow, and we move on. So love is tested. Yes, ma'am. Love is many things. But this good love is black. Thanks for listening to the Love is Black podcast. Please help support the podcast by subscribing and leaving a review. And connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at Love is Black Podcast. See you next week.